Welcome back to your best year starts here. And at the end of the last episode, we were talking about preparing for unexpected situations. We were talking about dealing with emotions. And Nigel, you had some piece of wisdom you said you were going to keep for this episode. So what is it? So some of it is around the six P's, which stands for piss poor planning equals piss poor performance. And slightly not the greatest way to start a podcast, but most of the time, if we really thought about what we were going to do and we looked at eventualities, we could probably plan some of the issues that could be faced. Now, I'm going to share a first world problem and you're going to go, yeah, but... (laughs) I fly quite a lot, and I've travelled over the last four years to probably 50 countries, and I've spoken to over a million people in the last seven, eight years. So you would think I know how to arrive at an event, how to plan an event. And I have a golden rule, which I broke in a horrific way only a couple of weeks ago. And if anyone follows me on Twitter or LinkedIn or Facebook, they'll know I had a rant at British Airways about a flight that I took to the Cayman Islands. So normally when I tell people I was going to the Cayman Islands, first of all, people go, oh, that's great. First of all, I was working. Yes, I took an extra couple of days, which thank God I did. But I have a rule that says I don't want to go anywhere where there's either a stopover or I've got to change planes. Mm -hmm. Now, I know in reality in life there are things you have to do. But statistically, if I look back over my 20-year history as a professional speaker, every time I've stopped over or there's been a connecting flight, I've had an issue. Whether it's lost luggage, delays, visa issues, passport issues, me losing my passport, me losing my boarding ticket. And as a monkey, I need the least amount of work to do. So if I get on a plane, fortunately, my, uh, my app... Has a, uh, I have a facility that my ticket is on my phone, so I can't yeah. lose that. But I've lost tickets between boarding and getting on a plane. So uh, the least amount of work that I can do, the better it is. So I flew to the Cayman Islands, and my flight was direct, it said. And I thought, that's pretty cool. But it did stop in the Bahamas en route. I had a number of people who said, well, there's worse places to stop in the Bahamas. Yeah. Yes, if that's where you want to go. I knew... Deep down in my heart, there could be a problem because there's always been a problem. And I've spoken about this before, that when you listen to your gut, which is your second brain, your gut's nearly telling you what to do. And my gut said there's going to be a problem. I I chose to do it a slightly different way because I went four days before my speaking event because I was doing a mini vacation. But I got on the plane and then within two minutes, there was a problem with the plane I was sitting on and we had a five-hour delay. In that time, I should have realised that if we then had a connecting flight to somewhere else, there's a chance that may not work or the airport might be closed. For anyone who's ever been to a Caribbean island or a small island, runways aren't that big. And they don't often like landing in the dark. Yep. And the particular plane that I was on is the biggest plane that lands on this island. (laughs) I mean, the list goes on. And so as much as I want to blame the airline... If I take 100% responsibility, and for those that have listened to this podcast over the year, you know Neil and I have spoken about, we need to take 100% responsibility, but you do need to trust other people. 
But if I took 100% responsibility, I would have said, if you fly that route, there's a good chance there could be a problem. Yep. Why wouldn't I have flown to Miami and then got a much smaller plane, which does it daily to the Cayman Islands two or three times, and you'll probably have a much better chance. But I didn't listen to my gut. So I nearly set myself up for failure before we even started. And then we got to the Bahamas, and then we were told, because we were so late, strange enough, we couldn't go onto the Cayman Islands. So we stayed in the Bahamas a night. And then the following day, we get back on the plane to go down to the Cayman Islands, and it's only a 45-minute flight. And the pilot tells us some cock and ball story about an earthquake. Now, there had been an earthquake two weeks before. But there were problems with the runway. And the particular plane we were on, I don't know if I've mentioned, was very large. It can't land because there's issues with the runway. So we go back to the Bahamas and now I'm absolutely losing it. Now, here's the second point of my convers- of, of the topic today. You are allowed to lose it. Mm-hmm. It's called emotions. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, I wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> I absolutely lost it. And what was worse is that as a motivational speaker who's written a number of books, I talk about this subject, that losing it doesn't get the plane going any faster. I just thought I'd share that with you, Neil. Yep. That if you shout at a plane, the plane it has doesn't, no, no, no self-esteem. It doesn't no. really care. No. And I'm just losing it. And so I just walk out of the airport. I get my luggage. And then I do my proper planning. So I fly back to Miami which is where I should have started with. And then I get a small little plane to the Cayman Islands. And the funniest thing was, as I come off the plane, there's a little man with my name on a board. So I walk through and I'm very pleased to see this guy. And then there's a minicab waiting for me with my name on a board. And I open the door and inside this guy's got a crate of Diet Coke. I said, that's so brilliant that you got it there. He said, I've been coming here for the last three days waiting for you. (laughs) So he'd gone through his own emotions. But here's the point. You need to start thinking about consequences that could happen in your planning of your business, in your childhood, sorry, in your parenthood, in your business, on your trips, because stuff happens. Yep. And I don't know why we're surprised that we think it won't happen to me. It happens daily to other people. Why wouldn't it happen to you? I could have flown much easier to Miami. I could have lounged about for a couple of hours. No pressure, knowing a smaller plane could always land on that island. And if not on that island, it could land somewhere very near. And I could I could either row or swim to the next island. What are you doing to prepare yourself for things that could happen? Or are you just hoping, wishing, wanting for divine inspiration that something will change? So I've been invited back to the Cayman Islands in November. And I'll be going via Miami. <laughs> um, and I know I have to stop at some point. But I know that I'll do the trip to Miami on a nice plane and then I've got a choice of five or six different airlines that could take me there, which won't give me the same stress. Because statistically, if you've ever have you ever flown to Gibraltar, Neil? Not Gibraltar, no. I go, well, there's a big rock. That's why it's called the Rock yeah. of Gibraltar. And as you fly into Gibraltar, the plane is nearly kissing the side of the rock. Mm-hmm. And the captains that fly are very, very, very amazing to me because you've only got to be one inch wrong with a bit of wind and you literally could fly into this rock. So there is a good chance that when you fly to Gibraltar, you may not get there if it's a heavy wind and they'll fly to Seville, to Malaga, somewhere else. Sure. Because it's a plane got to land. So I've been three times and twice I've been diverted somewhere else. What a surprise. But I knew about it because people had told me. Yep. So like your story last week about, you know, the ultramarathon and rain, things happen. 
your job is to take responsibility to alleviate as much of the pain as you can. So look at this week for everyone who's listened to this podcast. Reevaluate this week. And if you took 100% responsibility, what might you do differently? What could you do differently? And let us know what you did differently so we could all learn. And maybe we'll share it on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, I think it's an important thing. And, you know, I touched on this in the last episode about there are so many things in our life where we can look at other people and go, what's what's normal behavior for this stage in a journey? And, you know, using your actual journey as a metaphor is, is a really good way of doing that, to be honest, because, you know, you had um, the stopover, you know, you knew you were flying somewhere only only small planes can find it easy. Like there's a whole bunch of known uh, factors in there. But it's also very easy to ignore them all and go, well, actually, you know, somebody else is going to take care of all of that. Well, what's worse is that my flight home was perfect, which proves that it can be done. Yeah. But, but, it, but statistically, if you're on a tight schedule, and I normally am, yeah. this was the first time I've ever got to an event four days early. Yeah. As it happened, it turned out to be two, two days early. But in theory, I was going to be there four days early. Now, anyone in my speaking... All my speaking buddies listening. Yeah, you, go, you normally tell them about 20 minutes early, yeah. Well, <laughs> my planning is that I don't need to be there that early, and I want to be there early to let the organisers know, but I don't need to be there two and a half days early. Yep. And the event was actually in the hotel I was staying in, so I didn't even need to be even that early because I only had to walk 150 yards and I was in the event. Yeah. But statistically, everyone who's listened to this podcast needs to understand stuff happens. That was the word I was looking for in the last episode, by the way. Stuff happens, and when it happens, you need to be prepared. And the best way to be prepared is to avoid certain situations that you know can be a problem. I'm always amazed when people go, I had no idea the M25 was going to be busy. I had no idea there was going to be problems here. It's busy every day. Well, you know, I was on time today, right? In fact, I was early. Getting to your, we're in your house, and I was actually early. And I know it's going I to pain you make to a, admit it. I, I got some feedback that I've given you stick for a year, so to all the listeners, I apologise, but Neil was here at 9.48. Um, I was a bit shocked. I wasn't ready. Um, and it proves it can happen. Well, but also, you know, when I left my house this morning, it said I was going to be here at eight something. And I knew it was lying to me because my, you know, my sat nav in my car, my GPS in my car has lied to me every single time I've come to your house. You know, and so I made a point of, look, how late am I normally? I don't want to be that late. I want to be, you know, I want to surprise you by showing and up like did. really early. And my intention had been to be here even earlier than I was. That didn't happen, but I was still early, which meant I was on time. And know? for those people who've listened to any of my stuff about communication animals, lions won't give you a second chance. So if you are meeting someone and you know they're a lion, Plan to be there an hour early. Then you've got an hour's leeway. For a monkey, as we've said before, seven minutes late is okay. Yep. Elephants, obviously, you'd have slept the night before in my house. And the dolphins are just very pleased you got here safely. Yep. So let's finish this one off in a very simple way. Make a decision that you plan better, that stuff happens, and that you take 100% responsibility for what you can take responsibility for, which is making your life easier and not blaming other people. So I'm going to apologise to BA for my rant, because I could have done some things to avoid it. Um, I've got my compensation, you'll be pleased to hear. And it was a bit trying, but we got there. I spoke well. They've invited me back. C'est la vie. Happy days. 
Exactly. And just very quickly on that front, I had um, a suitcase destroyed recently on a BA flight. And I went to their desk when I picked the... I say destroyed. They'd, they'd smashed one of the wheels off of a fairly new case. And um, I went to the BA desk on landing. They took pictures of my case. They filled in a simple form that took all of about five minutes. And within a week, they'd couriered me a new one. So, you know, when things go wrong, sometimes it's just about you know being prepared to talk to the right person. I mean, part of me in that situation wanted to rant and rave, what have you done to my suitcase? But that wasn't going to get me anywhere. I went and spoke to somebody and actually being polite and approaching it the right way did get me somewhere. So, you well, know, you definitely aren't going to get the wheel back by ranting and raving. No, I know. Exactly. Exactly. That's lost somewhere over the Atlantic. And on that note... Um, if you've liked this podcast, I'm going to say these words. Please leave a review. Please share it with your friends. Uh, we've hit record numbers and we want to continue hitting record numbers. And we love doing it and we hope you do. And any feedback, stroke feed forward you've got for us, please let us know. So leave us a review, share it with your friends, and we'll see you next week. Awesome.